You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Discovering Multifamily podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Scandariato with Red Valley Properties. And today we have a special guest here with us, uh, Tommy Breedbuff. And Tommy is a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author of the book Legendary. Uh, he's also a business relationship and mindset coach. Uh, he's featured regularly as a keynote speaker at global events. And he actually started a 20-year corporate career, career first at one of the largest financial consulting firms in the world and then became a shareholder in a couple of other different companies, um, specifically in the accounting industry uh, in the Southeast. And um, at the top of his career, Tommy experienced a, a transformational moment um, inspiring him to walk away from the corporate world, which we're going to get into a lot on this show. Uh, as a lot of our listeners are aware, the goal f- for uh, financial th- freedom is through different income streams. And we talk a lot about that on the show uh, whether it's the real estate or the stock market or any other financial instrument. So, uh, Tommy, so thanks for coming on. I definitely want to hear your story and looking forward to it. Anthony, what an honor to be here, brother. And um, glad to be here. Thankful for you and look forward to throwing down some good stuff. Sure. So, so what's going on? What happened with the corporate life? Why, why did you leave that? How did you do it? Well, I important. didn't plan on leaving it. Um, and uh, so it's interesting you said I had a large transformation at 36. Uh, some people would call it rock bottom. Other would call it a spiritual transformation. We'll call it whatever you guys want to. Um, I grew up with, I grew up in a, a really blue collar, humble, hardworking part of South Atlanta and intended to be the first person to graduate college in my family. Uh, you just get salt of the earth, hardworking folks. And uh so, and I had planned on doing that. The problem, Anthony, and this is going to get to why I left the corporate career. This is just some background for you. Um, you know, I had planned on being the first person to graduate college. And unfortunately, in both inside and out of the home, I grew up with a significant amount of abuse and violence around me. And at 18 years old, I became what I hated. I became that violence. And so I had a half a ride at the University of Miami in Florida, a full ride at the University of Georgia and a few other colleges and instead committed a violent crime. It was looking at two felonies and seven years in prison. Um, luckily, um, by some first offense and, and some other what I would call divine luck is um, instead uh, I was sentenced to two years, two misdemeanors, which is great, but sentenced to two, ended up spending my 19th birthday incarcerated and really had to look in the mirror what I was going to do. And luckily, a great male mentor appeared in my life during that time in the institution. Uh, he crossed racial lines to mentor me to make sure I didn't get in the revolving door system. And because of him, I dusted myself up uh, when I got out, went to work for a nuclear waste container factory during the day as a machine operator, putting myself through community college at night, ended up at the University of Georgia. And in three years, I went from a jail cell to a company called Deloitte which I think now is one of the largest financial consulting firms in the world. But it was a pretty remarkable story from grit, hard work, and picking myself, dusting myself off, and moving forward. So that's the first thing I was proud of. And so fast forward to you talk about the transformation, then ultimately leaving the career. There I was still in the career at 37. I'd been recruited out of several firms into other firms. Had the corner office. 
the big car, the, 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 the cuff links, the fancy suit, you name it, everything in between. And I thought that because of my humble beginnings was going to bring me happiness, success, fulfillment, a sense of freedom. Um, but what it did is it, you know, I never dealt with any of those internal insecurities, fears, worries, any of my life. So I was just going to outcompete you, outwork you, outconquer you, and literally was almost unhealthy, competitive in my firm. But, you know, the whole step of the way, they were saying that a boy and promoting me. And there I was at 37 years old, uh, a, a junior partner and principal in the firm. And when the bonuses and the, the big financial deals or M&A deals, mergers and acquisitions we were doing didn't fill me up, I basically turned into the wolf of Wall Street because I was looking to be validated. I was looking to be powerful. I was looking to feel important. And basically, it was a bunch of these fake masks that we wear as professionals. You know, tough guy, important guy, can't ask for help guy, powerful guy, funny guy. And, you know, I was all those things, but it wasn't the real Tommy Breedlove. And it almost cost me everything from my marriage to um, uh, being a junior partner at the firm and ultimately almost my life. And I found myself waking up in a ditch in Atlanta, staring at the blue sky. I was probably doing some multi-million dollar financial audit or M&A deal three days before. But after just three days of complete debauchery, I was looking up at a ditch and I'm like, man, how the hell did you get here, brother? You know, um, half dressed, didn't know where my car was. And I literally looked my, I literally was having a conversation with myself saying, we're going to do better than this. And so at 37, that's the transformation. I just decided to make my mental health, my emotional health, my professional health and my physical health, a full-time job from mentorship to coaches, to programs, you name it. I would, you, you know, I was just all in and I spent Every, I spent the first two hours of every day when I wasn't in like coaching sessions, working on me, building that fortress, you know, doing the emotional muscles, mental muscles, getting better in business, being a better leader, being a better man, and candidly just being me, Tommy Breedlove. And so when that happened, man, I'll tell you the first thing that happened in my career. I didn't plan on leaving the career because it just started crushing it after that. From a time standpoint at the firm, I literally went from working probably 70 to 90 hours a week down to 35. I went from junior partner to senior partner to international practice leader to elected to the board of directors at 39. Most of the people were in their 60s. I became a shareholder and an owner of a major Southeast firm. And um, I went from being one of the most hated people at the firm to one of the most beloved my marriage was on rock solid terms. My network 10X and my money doubled in three years just by working on me, my full-time job. And I do believe that if we have self-confidence and self-respect and if we love ourselves, we can truly be better leaders, confident leaders, self-respecting leaders, and we can, we can love and serve others a little bit better. I know that sounds foo-foo on a, a real estate, but it's damn true, man. I can, I can, I've got all of the, the numbers to prove it. And so here's what, here's the cool thing. So here I am a senior partner, a member of the board of directors and my financial, I'm set the rest of my life. I mean, I've got 30 more years of really significant, you know, paid bonus distributions and, and all that coming to me. But all of these people, real estate people, entrepreneurs, executives, accountants, bankers, advertise, you name it. They all started coming out of my network, right? The network that I built this practice on came out and they're like, look, man, you seem happy, fulfilled, peaceful, your relationship with your wife's the best it's ever been, but you did not give up your ambition and drive. What magic pill are you taking? How did you do it? And I was like, there's no magic pill. And here's just the formula. And I started involuntarily coaching these people, but it ended up becoming coaching with their business, their operations, but more importantly, their relationships, their relationships with their wife, their mindset, their heart set, and just helping them to be better humans 
so that they could be better business people. And, you know, me, I'm the first one to say money's important. I mean, I have a financial background and, you know, I talk a lot about it in my book. So about the 15th person I saw his life's transforming and about the, the, so many people were saying, dude, you've got to do this, dude, you've got to do this for a living. This is your calling. But it was hard to walk away from that significant amount of money. I was a 60%, you know, my wife's also an executive, but I was 60% of our household income and just to go to zero and chase this dream to be, you know, a speaker, a writer, a coach and to run masterminds. I was, I was like, no way. And I thought it was so hunky door, but when I took the courageous leap and I started doing this, we have built a world-class one-on-one coaching practice. We've written a wall street journal and USA today, best-selling book legendary. And I think it's because not only is it in my zone of brilliance, but it is in my purpose. It's literally during the season of life, why I'm supposed to be here. And we're touching so many lives from our masterminds to our speaking to our coaching. And I just, I'm a firm believer that we've got to get in charge of our time. We've got to get in charge of our financial confidence and freedom, but we've also got to get in charge of our relationships, our mindset, our networks, and we've got to build the best life that we can possibly build so that we die without regrets. And in the seven years I've been gone from the financial firm, I've never been more peaceful, more fulfilled, more happy, and candidly, I make a significant amount of more money than I did back then too. So that's always a good thing too, but we did not for years. I mean, we had to build it. I mean, we, we made zero for a long, long time. And so I'm just super happy to be here and thank you for letting me share that brother. That's uh, really inspiring and um, very interesting and um, very commendable story uh, to share with our listeners. We really appreciate it. Um, so how there's a lot of questions you know, that I want to ask. Fire um, away, brother. <laughs> so for someone who's maybe in or was or is in a similar situation that, that you were in, maybe not as severe with, you know, the issues earlier on in your life, but kind of, um, you know, maybe they're working. A, a lot of times on our show, we have, professionals that are working a W-2 job, whether they're working um, in the medical field or they're working in uh, whatever industry it is, it doesn't matter. They're not very fulfilled. So a lot of things that we talk about on, on, on our show is, okay, well, how, how could you eventually exit that nine to five to pursue your dreams? In your case, it was, you know, your dreams are coaching and helping other people and, and motivating other people. Um, so how do you kind of talk to that archetype of a person who's, you know, not necessarily struggling financially, uh, but are unfulfilled? Um, and let's say they're in their early thirties. I remember you mentioned you were 37 at the time. It, it took you to finally realize. Um, so how do you, what would you say to them and to get to the next step in their life, um, and where they want to go eventually. The first thing I would say um, is that you're not alone. And so we've got to cut, cut out the nonsense and the Instagram fabulous and the Facebook nonsense is you're not alone in your unhappiness. I don't, it, it could be, they need to make more money. Um, they need to feel more financially confident and free and you can never be, and I'm going to be, I'll beat this to the drum is you can't be happy, fulfilled and experienced life without money. And you also can't make impact, whatever impact means to you, because we all want to leave this world and our humans a little bit better than we found them and whatever that means to us, right? 
you know, it could be a legacy, it could be nonprofits, it could be charities, it could be building great businesses and employing a lot of people or all the above, right? So whatever you're looking at, whether it's unhappiness, problems in your relationship, um, unfulfilled in life is um, first, you're not alone and the majority of human beings out there, but it's up to you to participate in your own rescue. There is no magic pill and you got to do the damn work. It's one thing to show up and take action, but you got to take continued action. So what I would tell these people is go find the nearest mirror and look in it. That's the problem and the solution. There's no one coming on a white horse to save you. So what area of your life would you like to be better? Is it a relationship with your significant other or find a significant other? Is it to find peace of mind and fulfillment in your life? Is it to reconquer your time? And I hate the word busy. Busy means that someone else or something else is in charge of your time and not you. Do you need to get a hold of your time? Do you need to learn a new skill? Real estate investing, accounting, basic finance, budgeting, advanced stuff, time value money, options, you name it, you know, alternative investing, whatever it is you need to do to learn, you've got to take action. And for me, it's critically important since I've started this process, whether I was a partner in the financial firm or running my own practice here, is I'm a firm believer is you've got to surround yourself with people that are going in the same direction of you are. So whatever direction you want to go with, if you want to be more happy and fulfilled in life and you look around and everybody you hang around with is an asshole or sorry, you can bleep that out or are they judging? Are they cynical? Are they angry? Are they victims? Are they blaming politicians? That's all victims. That's all on them or the people you hanging out with trying to be better in life, trying to be happier, trying to be better people, better business people, better leaders, Make sure that your inner circle is so key. But whatever you need to work on, you can't do it alone. We are tribal creatures. We need community. We need connection. This is what's been so difficult in COVID. We're so damn isolated from each other. We have to be, whether it's virtually or in person, we've got to be around people going the same direction. But you've got to take action. Is it reading a book? Is it listening to podcasts like this? Is it hiring a coach? Is it getting involved with a mastermind? What will help you be accountable? Because if you just keep doing the thing you've done always, that you're not going to get anywhere you need to go. And you've got to invest in yourself. You've got to choose to participate in your own rescue. Take action. But here's the thing. Everybody says taking action is hard. Maybe. It's taking that second, third, and fourth step. Because nothing good in life is we're also very impatient people. And so... You're not going to, you know, people think Amazon became the biggest company in the world overnight. I think they're 30 years in or 28, 29, 30 years in. I mean, all these companies and all these great institutions and all these people we look up to in life and business or a great athlete, they've worked their butts off their whole life to get there and they stayed focused. They got laser focused and they continued taking action. I guarantee you they had a tribe around them. So I would tell people they're not alone. They must choose to participate in their own rescue in whatever faculty. Is it mindset? Is it time? Is it purpose? Do you need to find your purpose? Do you need to make more money? Do you need to be a better man or better woman? Do you need to be a better leader? Whatever it is you want to be. Is there so many resources, tools, coaches, books, podcasts? There's so much out there, but you got to take action, take a continued action, find the right tribe and move forward. That's what I would tell people. You know, and that's, that's great advice, Tommy. The last, the latter part of uh, what you basically just, just stated was that there's so many resources. So a lot of times, especially, it, but that also becomes a curse too, because a lot of times, especially in my industry, you know, a multifamily real estate investments or syndications, there's so many resources out there as well, including this podcast, to be honest. So um, people who don't take action because they just keep 
getting into the uh, weekly, we like to call it analysis paralysis yeah. in our industry where whether Which it's is fear, right? It's fear. So how do you sift through all the noise and it's, focus? It's not easy. You've got to, you've got to take some risk. You've got to move forward. You've got to put the fear aside and do it anyway. And you're right. There is a lot of people out there in um, the money space, in the self-development space, in the leadership space. And I would say the majority of them are, are decent people. Um, but you can start with free resources. You know, if you pick up a book, let's talk about Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, which is an amazing holistic approach to leaving both a great mental, emotional, and spiritual life, but also a business life. But that's not your flavor. Put it down and start something new. Find your flavor. And here's what you can't do. You can't build. So find your flavor and you will find your flavor. So keep experimenting. It's okay if it takes time because nothing worth having in life is in the short term. Think about it. Donuts, booze, you know, all the get quick, get rich quick. None of that stuff ever works, right? It all puts on weight and all this other stuff. So anything worth building takes time and patience, but action. So keep, keep, keep reading or listening or, um, you know, working with other people until you find your tribe and what makes you happy and what kind of, you know, if you're, if you're looking for strawberry and you keep reading vanilla, you got to eventually find strawberry. Right. But what you got to do is get laser focused. You can't worry about building an empire and use it. I want to build a billion dollar business or portfolio. Well, come on, man, start with five bucks. You know what I'm saying? Let's start with that. Get super small. So think big, start small, and what is one, either something to add or take away from your life, or one action you can take every single day to invest in yourself for at least 30 minutes? I don't care what it is, for at least 30 minutes to be a little bit better than you were yesterday. And over time, I'll use a financial word for you, it will pay compounding interest. But you got to be patient. You got to find your flavor. You got to find your tribe. You know, there's, there's some people in my space, I don't, I don't agree with their messaging at all. I agree with their message, not the messenger, right? So I had to find the things that really resonated with me and the tribe that resonated with me, but it took me time. It took me patience. And, but one thing you can do immediately is get those negative energy sucking people out of your life who are judging victims, angry, um, get them out of your life and start bringing in. Cause that'll help you find your tribe a little bit better as well. So you got to start somewhere small, find your flavor and move and be patient. Exactly. Patience, patience is a virtue. And that's not going away. It's a beast uh, though. Good luck. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. debated yeah. every day, man. <laughs> we, all, we all could need the luck. Yeah. It's, it's very challenging. Uh, Tommy, talk to us a lot about your book a little bit. Legacy. How did it become a bestseller? What's well, yeah, so, everything you're talking about on here in the book? Yeah, it or? is, man. And so legend, let me tell you why we named it legendary is because um, in a world of constant self-promotion, and get rich schemes and our media, especially our social media. Um, if I came out, if Tommy Breedlove said, I am a legendary person, people would laugh me out of the room. And what I love about the title legendary is it has nothing to do with rich and famous. It has to do about a legacy, a life of significance, a life of purpose, and a life of impact. And it's the word legendary is given to us by our peers, our communities, our significant others, our society. It's not given. You can be an amazing legend or a, a really terrible one. And we can all think of all of both sides. But for me, the reason I decided to write the book is I saw so many lives being changed. I literally was, when I left the financial firm, I was going to have a lifestyle business. I was going to coach six months out of the year, one-on-one, these, these people who wanted to make their lives better in all phases, money, finance, leadership, you know, relationship do that half a year, 
and then go play half a year. Literally, that, that was my plan. Um, but when I saw how much impact this program and these things had on these people from purpose to time, to money, to relationships, to leadership, to mindset, you know, getting rid of that noise inside of your head that says you're not good enough to building your network. When I saw this program working, I decided to write the book with the help of a lot of coaches. You know, I have a coach, I'm in a mastermind. I have, I have all these people in my corner that I rely on with their guidance and help. And I think books like legendary and so many more are necessities and not luxuries. They help us you know, be the conquerors of our time. They help us find purpose, build financial confidence and freedom, master our mindset, build a network, intimate relationships with our family and friends, and ultimately cultivate that unconditional love and self-respect for ourselves so that we can build and live a legendary life and make impact significance and live with purpose in this world. So that literally, and, and since then, we went from wanting a lifestyle business to wanting to scaling it. And from the book, We've now got legendary life retreats, these foundational retreats. We've got legendary life masterminds, one-on-one coaching, coming out with digital products. We went from literally, because I worked so hard in the financial world, I was like, look, I just want to work half a year, make impact, go play half a year. But when you know something's working and when you know there's a need in the world to help people be happy, to be fulfilled, to be successful, to be great leaders and great people, I think we have a responsibility even at our own expense to go do that thing because we're put here to serve, serve ourselves first so that we can serve others, but we're put here to serve. And so the book, and I think that's why it became a wall street journal and USA today bestseller is it's, it's one of those things that's a, it's easy read. It's a practical read. It's not a bunch of academic bull crap. It is good stories from normal people, fun to read fast, but very actionable steps. And we were talking about what do you need in your life? Is it more time? Is it more purpose? Is it more money? Is it, is it better relationship? It hit, handles a holistic way of living, not just money, not just the woo-woo, but everything in between. We take the reader on a journey from everybody wants more money, more network, more time, more purpose. Everybody wants that. So we start them what they want, and then we give them what they need in the last half. So it's a fun, fast, very practical, very actionable book, and it's very small actions that have compounding effects over the life. And I'm telling you, in the past 10 years, since I've implemented this stuff in my life, from my money to my success, to my happiness, to my peace of mind, it's, it's 10 X brother. And it's all because of just doing this work. So that's what, that's, that's a little bit about the book. That's great. How can people buy the book? Oh, it's everywhere, brother. <laughs> Whatever. I, I used to like prop bookstores and other bookstores don't like it when you do that. So if you like my Southern voice, I don't know where you're, I know you're in New Jersey. I'm in Atlanta. It's on audible at all, you know, wherever audible books and, you know, from I to Amazon, you know, all those places it's in electronic format on all those formats, hardback, softback. It's in any bookstore that you possibly would want to get it at. Um, you know, pick it up. And I, let me tell you something I am offering right now though. If you want to feel the flavor of it, because of, as we're recording this, it's a lot of political uncertainty a lot of things happening in life is um, if you go to tommybreedlove.com forward slash gifts, that's G I F T S we're giving away the financial confidence and freedom chapters. And we're giving the giving away the mastering your mindset chapters, which helps with that worry, fear, insecurity helps you overcome that. So we can move forward. And we also want people who, you know, are maybe a little more uncertain right now financially to have some tools that they can dive in and you get the flavor of it. It's those, those chapters are somewhat short and you can, and you can see that. If you dig that, please go check it out and, and check out what we do, man. I think you'll really enjoy the book. It's a, it's a really cool thing. 
It's awesome. I have to get my hands on a copy as well. And great. So Tommy, we're going to conclude this interview now, but uh, really appreciate you coming on. Everybody go to Tommy Breedlove's website, as he just mentioned. We'll have a link to um, the book as well as Tommy's websites in the iTunes description and on our social media platforms as well. So feel free to connect with Tommy uh, offline. And before I forget, please, uh, if you like this episode, please give us a rating on iTunes and review an honest one. I mean, we, we really appreciate it. It helps uh, Tommy and I get up further in the ranks and get our message out to more folks. Uh, so really appreciate that and hope to have Tommy on again, uh, hopefully sometime next year. Love to, brother. Have a great day, y'all. You too.